our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Monday morning. Oh my gosh, it's the weekend after the beginning of the holidays. Good morning, Jamie. Oh my God, you're rising shine super fast today, Jamie. Um, good morning, though. I just want to say, you know, everybody, hello, come on in. Um, my name is Jet Renee. I'm sharing everything really quick. I am the host here of School Through Spirit here on WLTKDB.com. This show really is a place where I do explore different spirituality modes of spirituality um, and how they do affect people's lives. Now, each week I do have a topic of discussion of which spirit does give me. And then we go on to my guest. Now, my guest this week, oh my gosh, is Miss Torin Anthonson. Now, I'm praying I'm pronouncing her name correct. She is Norwegian and I mean, just like she is Norwegian. She's from Norway, guys. She's Nor, and she is all healing, everything healing. Good morning, Kevin. This woman is so dynamic, so amazing. I love her to death. She's a fellow master teacher. I get to meet her for this first time face to face, like wrap my arms around and give her a hug next week. Good morning, Tim. You're here with me, Tim. <clears throat> um, and honestly, guys, I can't wait. She's just this dynamic, amazing person. And the what I've heard she has done with just healing, what she's seen with it is just truly, truly incredible. Just truly incredible, which is awesome. Um, so I really hope you enjoy her as much as, as I do this week. I really do. Um, just trying to share this again a few more places because, you know, people tell me I need to. People tell me I need to. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just sharing it about and out and every place else. So this week, you know what? This week is is a topic I struggle with, guys. I struggle with. I struggle with it on two bases. One, I struggle with it, honestly, in my day-to-day -day life. And it goes in ups and, ups and flows, how I struggle with it. And then um, I really struggle to teach it. I really, this is something I really struggle to teach. And it was, it was quite... Gosh, it was insane because Spirit gave me the top this top. And I know I haven't spit it out yet, but give me a minute here. So Spirit gave me this topic to talk about. And I went, nope, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. I mean, they've been they've been fighting with me for a couple of weeks on this one. And I'm like, nope, not gonna do it. Not on the not in the airwaves. Not publicly. This, I mean, I already do it publicly, but not this, not this big of a forum. You know, I just I really kind of struggled this one. And um, then, of course, they use nail on me, guys. They use spirits dirty sometimes. <laughs> well, they're not dirty. But, you know, um, they they can get kind of downright dirty when they need me to talk about something. 
because they just don't let something go. You know, they don't let something go. They just go, hey, here you go. We're going to do this again. And um, that's exactly what happens. And I am talking about the ego, guys. God, yeah, that ego. Oh, such an awful word, huh? Such an awful word is the ego. And um, I got one more place I want to share this. And um, do, do, do. But, and you know what? There is a lot of different types of egos, guys. I'll tell you what. Um, I need to put her name in here. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do two of the things when I'm good with copy and pasting, but when I have to actually type, it's a little different story. It's a little different story. Anyway, I think that's the last one. Good morning, MK. So I want to tell you what, that ego. There's a different, few different types of egos, guys. Okay, we got the big ego. We got the small ego. You know, Freud had a good time with that. He, he had a really good time with um, separating them, distinguishing them, um, making sense of them. Um, for me, I, I'm gonna. I, I love the way Neil Diamond. And let me write. Let me read to you what he wrote because you know how I love to just read that stuff. Okay, because he really made sense of this. And then I'll explain more about it when when I'm done reading this with him. I just have to find it again because I didn't take a picture of it like I normally do. Um, so it's really in my things. But here it is. So he wrote that I believe God wants you to know that you have two voices with, with which you speak, your mind voice and your soul voice. These two voices are also all the time speaking to you. Which voice you listen to will determine which voice you speak with. God invites you to listen to and speak with your soul voice. This will vastly improve your personal communications to say nothing of your mode. <clears throat> and I know a lot of people are like, mind voice, soul voice. What that really is, when it comes down to it, is your ego versus your higher self. Your ego, hey, Caden. Your ego versus your higher self. But to explain the best of it, I got to talk about that ego, don't I? Now, that ego of ours, you know, um, we're taught throughout life through Freud and through school and through everything that this ego is a beautiful thing. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's really kind of something that's harsh. It's really, you know, in my life, I always say it really has virtually no place. Okay. Virtually no place. And I do say virtually because I don't want to take out the possibility of someplace in there sometime in some place it's going to save my butt <clears throat> because sometimes it does. Um, my alter ego does well when I have to get on stage. So I need it there. I need it there. But in my day-to-day -day life, there's really no place for it. Now, what is our ego? Our ego really are our, our thoughts, our ideas um, that form our creation. <laughs> exactly. Um, it, fall, it, it forms our thought process. It forms our, our ideas of life, okay, is what it does. But it's also been very judgmental. It's very, very judgmental, okay? So I'm going to give you some ideas of what ego is, okay? And, and let's do it on one aspect when we think about other people. Oh, my God, look at her butt. Oh, my God, I would never wear that. Oh, my God, is he really doing that in the pol pol political world? Or, oh, my God, did that Lord, what is that doctor up to? 
you know, we have all these thoughts that we place on other people. Okay. Now, what's a different example of ego? The one we do it towards ourselves. Oh my God, I can't do this. Oh God, I can't wear this today. Oh my God, there's no way I'm not good enough. I don't know how to do this. The negative self-talk in the heads of playing out scenarios in your head that tend to end up being negative. All that's ego. All of that is ego. <clears throat> I mean, how many of you out there have thought of a situation coming up? Say you need to go someplace and you just know that person you don't get along with is going to be there. And in your mind, you do one of two things. Usually, you either glorify to what you're going to say or do to this person, da 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 da, to put them in their place, or you go down the negative path. Both of them are kind of negative, aren't they? But either way, it's all negative self-talk. It's all your ego talking to you. It's it's, and I will tell you what. Imagine all this here. Exactly, exactly. And that ends up being in the in the words of um God, Dooley, Mike Dooley, thoughts become reality. And I mean they're very powerful. Thoughts manifest things. Manifestation happens within our mind, our thoughts prior to them ever actually hitting to where you're paying attention to them. So think about that. When you're in the habits of listening to your ego, when you're in the habit of being in that space of all ego, okay, your brain gets in a way of forming those thoughts. And before you can even go cancel, cancel, cancel in your mind, it's already been shot out. You've already manifested something that's not going to be positive. It's kind of strong when you think about that. So what you have to do with that is you have to learn to kind of check your ego. You need to learn to check your ego. And it's really learning. And this is how we do it, guys. It's, it's, it's simple said, not simple done. I will tell you what, this takes practice. It takes time. And it literally is when you start to recognize these thoughts, these negative thoughts, these thoughts that are all encompassing, really have that um, heavier tone to them. What you do at that moment is you go, shush, not listening to you. <laughs> and you shut it down. You shut it down. Okay. And I know you're like, great, I shut it down now, but that's already out. It is. But you back it up with, I'm not going to think that way anymore. I'm not going to allow that in my mind anymore. And you immediately go to thinking something more positive. Now you're going to find yourself going back to the negative. It's 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 what we're we're trained for. It's what we're trained for. That's that's how society, how our families, how everything, we're really trained for more of the heavier stuff than the lighter stuff. Hate to say it, we are. I mean, it's just it's it's just society. It's it's you know we haven't quite progressed to all roses and lollipops and unicorns yet. We're trying. We're getting there, but right now this is where we're sitting at. So what happens 
is the next time you start to go those heavier thoughts again, you catch them sooner, you catch them quicker. And you cancel them out and you tell it to shush and immediately put something more positive in. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've had this work for me. And before I really even understood all of this, really, under, before I even, I knew about Mike Dooley. I did not know about the ego. I did not know about all this stuff. And back when I had Mike Dooley in my brain, and I'll tell you what, I was, I was obsessed with Mike Dooley. He was amazing, amazing. And um, I had this job, and oh, I didn't get along with my boss. Oh, we were had to had. Oh, I, I could hear her heels on the wooden floor in my brain, on the way to work, and just knew everything was going to be fake, and everything was going to be awful, and it was going to be a crap day. And we were, and it was just a matter of egos clashing at each other because we were close in age. I think she thought I wanted a job, which I want nothing to do with it. I didn't want nothing to do with management. I just wanted to show up, do my job, and leave. I, I, I left corporate, corporate, ick, and I did not want anything to do with it again, at least at that point. But we still clashed, I think, because of this. And what I did one day is I went, you know what, all the way to work. Of course, all of it's in my head. It's all going how this day was going to pan out, and oh, how I didn't like her, and oh, all these nasty things. And when I got to the parking lot, back back then I smoked cigarettes. Back then I smoked. I lit up a cigarette because I was I was early. I lit up the cigarette, and a friend had told me, send love to the situation. I went, really? Send love? Mm-hmm. Well, Mike Dooley crept in too, and I went, you know what? Let's try. Can't hurt, right? So I just kept going, I love her. I love her. I love what she does. I'm just sending love to the situation. And I can't say that I believed it the first time on any level. I didn't. But the word itself is really powerful. Really powerful. And I have to tell you, that day was probably the best day I had ever working with her probably the whole entire time we worked together until she got canned because her attitude stunk and she didn't know how to change her ego but it, it really it changed the dynamic now for quite a while i would say two or three weeks every day coming into work the negative thoughts would slip in and every day i caught them a little sooner and every day i flipped it around to love something more positive. I'm throwing love to the situation. I'm throwing days to the situation. I'm throwing happy thoughts to the situation. And it started to, to change the scenario in my head from, oh my God, she's just going to be awful to me. And she's going to do this and this to, oh my God, she's going to, she's going to give me a raise. She's going to, she's going to acknowledge me for the hard work. She's going to realize I don't want her job. I'm going to just bless her with everything. And sure enough, everything flipped. And I mean, everything flipped. All of a sudden, this woman, and from somebody that I thought was awful, became this wonderful woman that I realized had just as many insecurities as I did. And she was thinking just as negatively as I was. And then she started coming to me because it turns out I was probably about 10 years older than her. And I was a healer already. 
And all of a sudden she would say, hey, can we talk? I'd be like, yeah. And she'd take me outside and she'd just dump on me everything that was happening in her personal life and at work and, and how much she was struggling. And then we went from there to her giving me a raise and her giving me a boost up in the job I had. Now, I grant you, I didn't want any reward for what I was doing, but she, she basically put more on me because she thought I could do it. And I did, which was awesome. But everything went from negative to very positive extremely positive up until the last day when I walked through the door and I didn't hear the heels and I went oh what's the matter here and I walked through the building and I seen her sitting with some bosses and I went oh this isn't good and when I sit here get up and I heard those heels walking I knew what had happened and I went over there and I said can I give you a hug and she said yeah and I gave her the biggest hug I could and I looked at her and she didn't even shed a tear, although you knew she was devastated. And I knew I was gonna miss that lady because that lady taught me a lot when it came to my ego. And it taught me a different way of life. She did. And I'm grateful for that because she did it before I even learned about that word. So then, you know, fast forward a couple of years when all of a sudden I start this training and that word comes in, I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And since then, I have been able to really learn to work with it. Now, the cool thing about this is when you start to check your ego, when you start to have that attitude change, guys, and you know how much I love to say attitude. I love to tell a grown adult, you need an attitude adjustment because we do, we do. And when I do that, I start to catch my own. Because what happens when you check your attitude and you change your attitude and you check your ego and you start to look at things differently, you start to look at things in a bigger picture. And you also start to realize that things are really not against you. Things are not coming at you. Okay? You start to realize the coolest thing ever that the world is not out to get you. It's hard for some of us, isn't it? Because that's exactly what happens within our ego. I mean, that's the bigger part of what's in our ego. <clears throat> because we get those negative undertones to it. We start to feel like the world is after us on some level, even the smallest of levels. Even if it's ourselves sabotaging ourselves, that's what ends up happening. So then you've got that now in in the way neil wrote it that's the mind voice that's the mind's voice that is the voice that is constantly in our head constantly talking constantly just going round and round and trust me you can yell at it because i do mine not that long ago i mean i've gone through some pretty harsh things this last month i'll tell you what this has been a grueling month for me and i got very negative in my head to the point where it was paralyzing and one day I just went, oh, my God, we're done. And I literally screamed at my mind and went, no more. We're done. And it started to change things and started to change my attitude again. And I gave myself an attitude adjustment, which was awesome. But there's a second part to this. There's a second part to us. Now, remember, that's the mind voice. That's the ego that Neil's talking about. Now, and I think I'm going to start using his terminology because I really like it. I think it's it's 
more eloquent than my terminology, which, as you guys know, I've been trying to work on my mouth. So let's look at that soul voice. And he called. Now you guys are going, well, what's that? I mean, what's a soul voice? It really is your higher self. It's your higher self. It's your soul. And trust me, when you listen, you'll find it talks all the time. That's the positive aspects of life. Now, it's not always going to be all, again, butterflies and unicorns and rainbows. Oh, my, throwing some daisies to sparkle up some shine. It's not necessarily going to be that. But what it's going to be is positive direction. It's going to give you that guidance you need, that inner guidance. You were born with this. You were born with the ability to listen to it. You were born in the ability to understand it. But through life, through careful breeding of society and just how we are in general, we learn to muffle it and not listen to it. So I want you to do some practicing this week, guys. Just do some practicing this week. So what I want you to do is start to pay attention to your thoughts. What are your thoughts telling you? Are they heavy? Are they not heavy? Are they negative or negative tones to them? Are they thoughts that tell you you can't do this? Are they thoughts that tell you that, you know what? Oh, my God, that girl's butt is big. <laughs> is it telling you your butt's big? All of those things. I want you to tell it to just like you do to a child. Hello, Sherry. And then I want you to replace it with some quiet. Just quiet. Delta shh. And wooset. Kind of do a blow. Blow the cobwebs out. And for as long as you can retain that quiet, see what pops into your mind. I think you're going to be surprised. It may not be the first time or the second time, but trust me, as you keep going with this, you're going to start to hear things in your mind, those thoughts. And what you might hear is simply driving down the road. You might hear, take a right here, turn right, turn right. It's that simple. It's not hard. Turn right. It might tell you to make something for supper. You never know what it's going to say to you. But when you quiet down the ego and you open up your soul to talk, it's vastly different. You're going to find out navigating through life is not as hard as it may have been previously. And it's amazing how that works. It's truly amazing how we have this inner guidance system, our soul, that's going to help navigate through this life. Now, the incredible thing about this is, and I'll tell you what, this is a whole class in itself. If we start to talk about how the soul and the mind and the body and all that kind of come together, that is not something I can do in 30 minutes, not even close. <clears throat> but you will find with progress, with continuing to work with this, you will find that with your own mind, you will stop that negative undertone, that negative current of thought coming in. You're going to start to repeat in positive thought coming instead of the negative. 
You're going to be able to have more of those quiet times to where you can listen to your soul and what your soul is saying to do. It's going to help you navigate through life. I mean, for everybody out there that's put, you know, can put up their hand and say, oh my God, should I quit this job? Should I not quit this job? Oh my God, I don't know what to do with this. Trust me, when you listen to your soul and it says quit, you're not going to guess. You're going <laughs> to call right now and put that, you know, put the notice in. You won't, you won't even, you won't even have a second thought of it because you know you're going to be fine. You know you're going to be okay because you're listening to that, not listening to this. And it becomes very dynamic. It becomes something beautiful and, and just amazing when you can get to that point in life. And I'll tell you what, this is going to be a struggle for so many people. It's a struggle for everybody. I mean, I have yet, I think I've met one person in this world that does not struggle with their ego. And even, even that person will say, oh my God, I had to get checked the other day because I got an ego. Because we're not perfect. None of us are. At least for this week, guys, try. Listen to that soul voice. See where it can take you. See the progression of life it can make. Okay? Okay, guys. Hopefully you liked my banter this morning. Um, Caden stated, that's my problem. I have an adult ADHD and anxiety are both hard to manage most days. And the smallest inconvenience sends me into a mood change. Oh, exactly, exactly. But trying to work with some of this cane is going to make a huge difference for you. Just every day, try. Every moment, sometimes try. And you're going to get there. You're going to get there, okay? Uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break here. And when I come back, I'm going to bring in Miss Torn. This is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you in a few. To keep up with the latest at the station? How about catch up on your favorite shows on the go? Download the free WLTK DB mobile app on the App Store and Google Play. Watch, listen, and shop right from the palm of your hand. The WLTK DB mobile app. The truth is here and now. Get yours today. back. This is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Now today's guest, she is a Norwegian healer and medium, and she is approved and registered at the Norwegian Healer Federation. Welcome Ms. Torn Atkinson. Hello, Torin. Hi, good to see you. <laughs> oh, you too. Oh, I'm so happy you said yes and <laughs> came on. Uh, I'm so grateful for you inviting me to your show. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was talking today about the ego, which is always, always a beautiful conversation. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. And I can 
recognize myself uh, also in that. So um, I've been working a lot with my ego uh, the last 20 years, at least. At <laughs> least the last 20 years, I love that. <laughs> so, Torin, can you tell everybody a little bit about you? Yes, uh, I live in Norway. I have worked uh, full-time as a psychic medium uh, and a healer for more than 20 years. Uh, before I started my clinic, I worked as a bank um, advisor, uh, but uh, I always had a dream about helping people. Uh, and we also have uh, healing abilities in my family. So, um, yeah, so I started 20 years uh, ago in a little city called Arndal. Uh, a lot of religion people here, so I was a bit afraid that it wouldn't work very well, but it's been really a long wait list since I started. And it's um, everyone, um, I feel quite everyone, want to have healing uh, in this place. Uh, kids, uh, grown-up people, uh, leaders. Uh, I also work once a week in a big company uh, and uh, treat um, um, oh, all the words, <laughs> the employers Okay. in the company. So uh, they stay quite healthy. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yes, so it's, uh, it's been really lovely to have this work and I was very excited in the beginning because I didn't know how people would handle um, yeah, having a healer in the town, but it's been no problem. It's been really great working al alongside doctors and hospitals and also been in two scientific, scientific studies on healing okay. with a hospital in the city and a lot of doctors. So it's been a blessing. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. I love I love how you are accepted into the um the medical community. Yes. Because that's um, a rarity. It was maybe a bit more difficult when I started, but I feel uh the doctors who have been drawn to my clinic are quite open-minded. And um yes, I think it's important to work with them. Mm -hmm. And so we can build bridge between the to the two worlds. Yeah, I think the that's medical cool. world and the healing world. And uh... I love that. So, what type of healing do you specialize in? I started with uh, Reiki healing many okay. years ago, uh, but after uh, a while, I started with intuitive healing because I have a beautiful uh, team with healing guides working with me and um, they needed me to work more intuitive okay. so they could show me where they needed me to hold the energy for them so mm -hmm. they can help my clients um, as best as possible and I also do um, psychic surgery healing um, oh. and done that for 12 years Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, I want to get back to psychic surgery because people don't understand what that is. And it's it's beautiful to find somebody that does that, you know. Um, so, but let's talk more about the intuitive healing because I understand it. Because I started off Reiki and I, I tell people I, I don't know if it's really Reiki anymore. It just 
it's wherever you go. Um, but it's not my forte. So with intuitive healing, where would you, how does that more work? How does that work? Uh, for me, I always start to um, the grounding and uh, a kind of uh, being in the power. And then I always invite my healing guides in and uh, and they I ask them to higher my energy as high as possible. Uh, and then we build the energy around the client standing in a circle. And then they start to show me where they want me to work. Sometimes I see them. Sometimes I just know where to go. And sometimes uh, I can feel it in my, my own body where they want me to. Uh, and sometimes they show me pictures inside the client's body. And um, I think um, they have changed the way they work with me. And in the beginning, it, it was like they tested a lot of different things and tried to find out uh, how I could help them best. Uh, so they tried just to give me pictures and feelings and uh, know they have a mix of everything. <laughs> I love how you say how you could help them because yes. that's really what it is, isn't it? It's you helping your guides or you helping your clients. Yes, uh, I'm just the channel. Yeah. It's nothing amazing with my energy. It's normal. It's, um, but I, I think most of us can be a good channel yeah. for the healing intelligence if we have the right intention yeah. in our I, heart. I, I love that. Now let's get into that psychic surgery because nobody, very few people understand what that is. So can you explain it more? Yeah, I can try. It's a bit more difficult when it's not in my own language, but I can try. Uh, I, I think it was um, 12 years ago. Uh, I gave healing to a beautiful client. And when I, she had a damaged hand, she's been in an accident and the hand was crushed. So she was the first one. And when I gave her healing, suddenly it was like she just fell asleep. Mm -hmm. When we talked together, suddenly she just fell asleep and I couldn't really get her back. Uh, and I panicked. Really? <laughs> and her hand um, that was crushed and she had no movement in that hand. And she had 15 operations and none of them were successful. But when she disappeared in a way, it was like she was sleeping, but you could see she was not really there. And then the hand came up and start to work. And you could see movements and things going in the hand. And uh, like, it was strange movements. Uh, after maybe half an hour, the hand come down and she come back. Um, and uh, I was really happy <laughs> because I, I have, yeah, I'd never heard about it before. Mm -hmm. And it's no knives. We don't use anything. It's just energy. But uh, she, has, she has been out of her body around two or 300 times now. Mm -hmm. And it's like a miracle has happened to her hand. Uh, it's uh, also some hospitals that uh, have seen this and we have um, taped it. And so it's a lot of proof in that. So uh, that's many years ago, but she was the first one. So some of my clients, it's like, 
it's like they sleep a deep sleep and they all experience beautiful white light some of them see me from the roof uh, and the guides around me healing guides working with them uh, some of them meet some loved ones uh, in this white light some of them see some animals they have had uh, but they all feel love a lot of love in the body so they they have a great time in that white light but it's many of them get a bit afraid before they go into that light it's a pressure on mm -hmm. the chest and the head okay. um, and if they come back too quick they can feel dizzy so it's important to talk in a calm way to them so we yeah so the body can come slowly back but i have had many clients um, with psychic surgery healing after that um, one man i remember very well uh, he he was going to have a big operation in his eyes yeah. Uh, do you call it struma when the eyes is a bit, yes. Uh, uh, so they had to make a bigger place for the eyes because they were growing. And he didn't go into that white light, but the faces started a lot of movements. And he's, he said, I'm not doing this. And I said, I, I know, <laughs> it's not you, it's the energy. And when the session was over, his eyes were going back to normal. Uh, yeah. And uh, so... Uh, when it happens psychic surgery it's it's not painful sometimes mm -hmm. they need them out in this white light because maybe it would be a bit painful what they do what the energy does to help mm -hmm. the body but this man he didn't have any pain it but his eyes were going everywhere and and it was uh, we also have filmed many not all the clients want us to share the films but some of them does and on youtube uh, you can see um, the lady with the hand oh. um, mm, so it's possible to look at that <laughs> i'm gonna find that and put it up for people to see because <laughs> I, I love that you have um you have the proof of that so many people don't have proof of yeah we have a, a lot of proof uh, and that's also the good thing when you work together with doctors is uh, like this uh, scientific uh, healing study they have proved we had 100 clients uh, it's also on my website if someone wants to read it in, in it's in english oh, really? uh, so um, it's really good proof of healing and we have studied that for many years so oh i love that i'm just trying to I'm trying to click on it so that I can, I'm going to subscribe yes. to it and then see if I can get it onto this for people. So. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, tired. Um, when this lady is out of her body, uh, she see and she can talk to the healing guys. And sometimes it's also a message for her or me. So okay. before she come back in the body, sometimes she write with a hand that she cannot write with because of the accident. Oh, wow. uh, so it, um, it's also on that YouTube. Um, I think it's the one where I have a blue dress on. Yeah, I just seen it. I'm like, I'm and we also receive pictures from a healing guide very often when it's happening psychic surgery healing, healing, and it's not normal pictures. They are put on the um, telephone. It's not sent from anywhere, and it's also unusual pixels in them 
Okay. And um, and we have many people who have uh, studied those pictures, quite a lot of articles about them. Sometimes they send us blue light pictures. Sometimes they send us a text. Okay. And we have also seen a short a video of them, the guides. So uh, I have many um, interesting pictures from my healing guides. Uh, it started in 2008, I think, the pictures. And we have many hundreds. <laughs> to me, it's, it's so beautiful because I see... Um, from where I'm at, I we have a lot of, I call them coffee clutch, clutch healers, yes. which is just a lot of women or people like to get attuned to Reiki and they play, but they don't take it very far, you know? Mm -hmm. So to have somebody that um, has really delved into it and really, really practices this and truly believes in this, it's amazing to see what you've been able to experience. I think uh, if they didn't give me all the proofs, I could not have had this job because I'm quite skeptical uh, and I need proof at least every week. <laughs> so they didn't choose the easiest one to work with. <laughs> but uh, they always sent me, in the beginning, they just sent us the pictures during the healing and the phone didn't need to be turned on. The picture blinked up anyway, also on the flights to England and it's really happening a lot with the pictures and they also send us the pictures it's I feel they are so grateful for um, me co uh, cooperate with them yeah and uh, it's a kind of thank you and it's also support when I need support um, yeah we all do have uh, days when things are not easy and then uh, the picture blink up again, even if I'm not doing the healing. So it's um, for me, it's um, I can't think uh, about how it would be to not have the support from my healing guides. It really helps me a lot in my life, too. I love that. <clears throat> I love that, especially when you can say, um, I need proof, I need something, and every week they give you something. Yes, you know, at least every week. <laughs> People don't. Sorry, I've been chasing this. The winter sun is moving on me, so <laughs> I've been like shading things, and it's not working because it moves and it's in my face again. I need to go back to my summer sun, which I think was on the other side of the house. I'm not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it's really dark here in Norway now. It's really the darkest uh, time of the year, uh, so uh, it's it's. It's no sun out there. Oh, the I, when I woke up, the sun wasn't out, and I was so I love the sun out, but I was so happy because I thought I'm not going to fight it today. But look, if I sit certain places, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> see the apparatus I have over here to block the sun, and it's just not working. Um, <laughs> it's it's okay. Um, let I want to talk also about the studies you've been in, the studies you've been in that really show the scientific community that healing in this energy is the real thing. Yes, it was really good uh, proof in that scientific study. The first one was published in 2018, uh, international, uh, in big magazines uh, for science. Um, it was 50% uh, 
Araj uh, for four sessions with healing. Uh, and it was many of them had illness that had lasted more than five years and they have tried everything else. So after four sessions, they felt 50% uh, better. So that was, um, it was also good for me because I need proof. And, it, and it, we had that study for one year. It was also uh, in Melbourne. The um, researchers went to Melbourne on a big research conference. Um, so it's been all over the world, really. So, and people ask me, aren't you afraid to be a part of that? Because we were two healers. <laughs> and uh, in this company where I also give healing, mm -hmm. they also wanted to join uh, the study so they could, uh, in a way, test me, <laughs> the results. Uh, and I should be nervous, but I just knew it would be fine. So I was not nervous about the results, but it was better than I expected. And we have a new study going on now. I'm not allowed to go into details because it's not published yet. Um, but I, I'm the only healer this time. So the pressure is... Pressure on your guides. It's on my guides. You're just yeah. showing up. <laughs> they need to show up uh, and it's uh, I, it's really exciting and i learned so much uh, myself also uh, about uh, what people go through mm -hmm. and the first time they have different illnesses this time it's only one and that's uh, i'm allowed to say that that's depression right depression's um, hard and the last study, it shows very good results on the clients who were depressed. So, so this will be um, half of them are going to a doctor and half of them have the doctor and healing okay. every week for 10 weeks. Uh, so it will be exciting to see the results. I, I was, that was going to be my, you know, my next question was, how do you work with, I know you do a lot with the physical, in your practice, do you do a lot with mental health also? Yes, and um, I think it's important that I also say that when uh, it, it's uh, psychic surgery healing, mm -hmm. it's not really up to me. It's when it's possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, my guides decide when it's possible. And what I have seen is that the clients that psychic surgery happened with, is people who seems like uh, are quite open for healing themselves. They don't always know that the first time, but I can feel they are quite sensitive. So it seems like it's easier for my guides to do that kind of healing with them. Yeah. I all, always trust the guides that the intelligence of the healing know where to go. So if a client come for me for a bad shoulder, Mm -hmm. I can never promise that I can help. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, and I know if my guides see that the souls need healing first, mm -hmm. usually they start with the soul. Oh, and the yeah. shoulder may be the um, second or yeah, or later. It's, it's well, usually not the body first. <laughs> I like that. But if, like the one I told you about with the hand, she had so much pain. Uh, and her hand was in, what do you call it, cramp? Contractured. Yes. Yeah. And it was a lot of nerve pains. Mm -hmm. And after they have done the psychic surgery, 
her hand was cold as ice up to here. So she didn't have any pain after the operation. Uh, and uh, she also seen, and other clients also have seen that it's, um, I don't know the English word, but it's like a small uh, lights uh, that open the hands and do the operation. It's very, uh, it's in a very careful way. It's, it's no knives or, right. but you can see in the body that something is going on. You can see a change in the color. Sometimes you can see a hole going in. Um, oh, and it's like the, the man with that had trouble with the eyes. Um, it was, yeah, it was like they did a lot around his eyes also. So everyone can see it. And mm -hmm. when we film it, we have uh, different sounds on the film. Oh. Uh, like instruments from the hospital. Uh, many years ago, um, I always play music when I give healing because I like that. Right. But uh, it didn't work, uh, my music at that time. And I think they stopped the music because they wanted me to hear the sound on the video. Uh, and I didn't hear it when I, I... I did healing with one hand, I filmed with the other one. Okay. And we can hear... Uh, sounds after when we did the replay oh, and really? after a while my secretary started to feel the clients who wanted to see it uh, because they don't always see what's going on themselves so I think it's important to experiment a little so the healing guides can help us um, yes and also give us proof so if we film a session it will be from time to time, lights going on, uh, white light, uh, orbs, uh, and also and sometimes a guide you can see clearly. So I would recommend people who do healing to film sometimes uh, to see if they also need some proof. They could try to experiment a little bit that. I love that. I love that because I know for my, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that because <clears throat> what <clears throat> my throat, um, I have a few people that I will say allow to work on me and I think you understand, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just believe somebody should be clear in order to work on somebody else, you know? Yes. Um, and not bringing in their own baggage. But I, when I know I'm on the table and the work is being done, I can feel them, but I actually feel the guides. I, and I, in my mind, I can see the guides around me and it's, the, you know, every once in a while you open up in your eye and you can see the person, the physical person here, but you're feeling it down on your belly, you know, and you, yeah. <laughs> mind you can feel a guide there, but to have that filmed would be amazing just to see if that shows up. Yes, you should try that. And um, I think they quite easily reach us with technology mm -hmm. uh, and especially the iPhone and stuff like that. It's sometimes easy for them to to show up in that film so i love that and uh i remember uh i also heard some classical music it was a sell-off the first time and i was thinking i was alone in that building with my client and it was music on on the film oh, and wow. uh, it happened several times and one week later, I heard on the radio that in uh, Japan, 
they used um, the doctors used classical music um, because the results of the operation was better both for the client and the doctors. Uh, and um, I have also seen one of my healing guides, and he's a Japanese uh, surgeon um, around his 40s. So I have seen him and the music, and then I understood why I heard that. And when I understood, it disappeared. I didn't hear it anymore. But it still has some sounds like instruments from the hospital. Um, that's not in my room or in my office. And so love that. That's amazing. Now, in my mind, I keep seeing, um, seeing things leave a body. And it almost looks like smoke in my mind. You know, I, I yes. Guess, yes. that's what I keep seeing in my mind. Does, do you experience that? Like watching it leave? Yes. Uh, sometimes I see it with my eyes. And sometimes I just see it in my uh, uh, inner picture. Right. Yes. So it uh, it's, um, it's not always the same way I receive the information. But on the film, we have also seen white light, light going down my arms and out of my hands. Uh, so um, no, I, I think uh, they didn't choose the easiest one to work with as a healer, but I think also the world need proof. It's not only me that need proof for this, because I wish I just could say, here it is, and then I, it had a um, color. Uh, mm -hmm. but most people can't see it so we need proof in other ways and i have also tried a aura camera oh, okay and uh, that's also um, something that really you can see a big difference when you invite your healing guides into your aura it's yeah. really changed a lot i have some pictures of that too so um, uh, it's really amazing what's happened with our energy when we blend with the guys so um, mm -hmm. <laughs> beautiful that is so beautiful i'm speaking to you and it keeps showing me um i see a lot of things in movies i don't know why it just spirit likes to give me I, i'm clear audience naturally but they like to give me videos of movies and i keep okay. seeing, <laughs> well, you know how it works yeah. um but a movie i seen when i was just small a young girl of a girl that a lady that was a healer and um in this movie you know she would actually take the symptoms on herself and then she would release them and finally in the very end it would exhaust her but they had on a scientific experiment for a, a group of people they took this lady that um, was all cramped up contractures the whole body and she kind of got onto the table and she's holding this this lady and you you can see the lady start to straighten out and her body contracture. And yeah. it's you it was beautiful to watch. But it's quite hard for the healer. Um, yeah. uh, my first years as a healer, I was really it was I was tired because I all very often could feel pain in my own body. But uh, after I learned to always feel myself with light first and also as many of you have heard about the glass bubble with light around you and just being the channel, I didn't get that um, tired after the healing. Oh. Uh, and I know a lot of healers who have quit this 
kind of work because I feel really exhausted after. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I do it um, the way I do it, I always feel I also receive healing <laughs> because mm-hmm. I always start with fill myself with this beautiful light and build the energy with my healing guides. And then I feel really, if I have pain in my neck, it disappears when I give healing. So oh. it's really a <laughs> blessing. But um, I don't think I take away my, uh, I don't think I take my client things into my body, but um, I feel um, the healing guides do that in a way. Um, Yes. And I also see a blue light. Uh, For me, the deep healing is in blue. So very often before a psychic surgery healing, I see blue light around the healing table. And I think it has changed the last months, the energy. It's like, um, uh, it's a kind of stronger. I think everything is going a bit faster. Uh, So um, what I love about being a healer is never boring. In the beginning, I was more drawn to just mediumship and readings because I needed all the proof all the time. But when I really understood healing and what they are able to do with that healing intelligence, it's never boring. And that you do develop new things all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like you have a new teacher every second year or uh, they try to... Um, reach a higher level with mm-hmm. the healing and uh, i think also some clients will be disappointed because if they have talked with a friend who had a great healing experience and maybe they come for a healing session and expect the same mm-hmm. uh, maybe this intelligence start to work with a soul and i don't feel it's so physical yeah. <laughs> Some people, I don't hear a lot about that, but I think some of them will be disappointed because they expect something else. Mm -hmm. And it's also quite different from uh, if I have one client for five sessions, it can be five total different sessions. And so I always trust this intelligence that I know what's best for the client. Yeah. And it doesn't, um, it's not the same every time yeah i completely understand that somebody is asking do you do remote healing or just in person uh i have a lot of clients in us and australia and so i do that quite a lot beautiful and i don't need the client to be in the same room because this energy can go everywhere and what you said about the healer you told me about it's uh Sometimes I feel they correct my body mm-hmm. when I give healing. Uh, sometimes they really strike me up and I can feel something's going on in my own body and my neck. Yeah, that yeah. helps me. And um, I have also seen clients who were lifted from the table. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when that's happening, uh, I always think, uh, you don't need any more proof now, do you? <laughs> But the next week, I need another one. (laughs) (laughs) This week. (laughs) That happens on Friday when they've waited all week to give you proof. (laughs) I'll raise the client for you to go, okay, I'll do it again. (laughs) 
<laughs> they they should have choose uh, easy one <laughs> to work with. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so another lady had asked, and I think you might have went over it a little bit. She said, "Are you able to find illnesses that doctors are unable to find?" And I think you talked about that a little bit with the lady's hand and all the surgeries. But have you found that in other clients? Uh, in Norway, it's very strict what we are allowed to say. Okay. We are not allowed to give any diagnosis. Uh, but I can see, I can tell my client in a nice way that I feel it's an energy block in that area. And I also would tell them that if it was my body, I would always check with a doctor. And I would do. I always mm -hmm. check if uh, we can, it's easy. <laughs> so if it was my body, I tell them I would check it out, but may, maybe it's just an energy block. And sometimes it's cancer yeah, or something more. Uh, so I know that some lives have been saved because they have checked. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I was younger, I saw a sign uh, over the client's head if they were going to die. And it was in for me okay when they had cancer um, in a stage that I knew that I did, wouldn't survive. But then I saw it on a young man, um, the same sign. And after two weeks, he died in an accident. And then I told my healing guides and my also spirit guides, I think we have uh, many guides. I said, if you show me that sign again, I will never work with you again. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> and after that they have never sent me that sign so uh, and I don't want to know things like that I ask them to send me sign that can help my clients to feel better look forward to the future and uplifting energy and um, I see blocks and sometimes when it's quite um, I also have uh, reflexology in my um yeah, and acupuncture. So I also know quite a lot about the body. And I think in Norway, uh, I run a healing school with doctors uh, that also uh, give sessions because I think a healer needs to know also a little about the physical body when they should send a client to the doctor and when it's um, yeah important that they see some signs. Uh, mm -hmm. For example, if the heart is with heart problem, you have quite many signs uh, you can see. So I think uh, in Norway, it haven't been strict enough because they, you don't have a lot of education to be a healer in Norway. Mm -hmm. uh, I have had this healing school for since 2018. Mm -hmm. Now it's 72 healers um, all around in Norway. and. They are really, I could um, talk positive about each of them because I have been through so many sessions and practicing healing in the school and uh, also have the doctors. Um, and those doctors are both talking about autonomic and, and also um, um, some of them are quite, they see the whole body. And not only the organs and the physical. And I am a medical intuitive. Yeah. But I was a nurse for 21 years. So I, I. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, the nursing wasn't so beautiful. 
but it's it's perfect to have that background yes. because sometimes my healing guide shows me pictures inside the body yeah uh, and if you are a nurse you will easily understand what i try to show you yeah, and yeah. even if i had the, i have some medical education yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, not i'm not a nurse mm -hmm. but uh, i also have studied a lot uh, um, all these 21 years because yeah. uh, if i know more about the body i can understand mm -hmm. and i'm also uh, curious and i like to know what my guides do <laughs> my healing guides i want right. to exactly what they are working with mm -hmm. and how they can help and maybe because I'm that way uh, I need proof and I need to understand you don't need that to be a good healer you, you don't know. need to see pictures you can just be the channel and be a beautiful healer but I think maybe I would be bored if I didn't uh, experience different things <laughs> no, I, I get it because even having the nursing background and then that they flipped me into this. I, I didn't ask to be a medical intuitive. I did not. I had a healing background before the mediumship. Never asked to be a medical intuitive. But it literally came up in a reading with a gentleman where, oh, my gosh, out of nowhere, my hip hurt. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you need your hip. And he, he literally went, well, what can I do about it? And I went, you need to go back to Gettysburg and grab it because it was actually a past life injury oh, that wow. was causing and in this. And that was, that was a jump into this world of going, it was one of the major jumps, you know? And then now, of course, I have clients that are doctors so being careful, because obviously I can't diagnose, especially to a doctor. But is it the same in U.S.? That yeah. It's quite strict what you are allowed to say. And for me, I'm a bit grateful for that too, because I can't do anything wrong with yeah, my yeah. healing. But uh, And um, since I work along, alongside doctors, I can easily send them... Uh, over to the doctors and have a check but if i were allowed to say more maybe it would be a bigger responsibility for me yeah but i love that you're a, a medical intuitive that's really nice it uh, for myself i feel it in my body you know so i i don't take it on but i feel in my body what's going on with somebody else Yes, so, it's like you can feel a little of it, not as much as them, but so you can understand what yeah. the problem is. Oh, yeah. I get, I get a lot of it. Though I get the whole, I'll be like, "Oh my God, you're back!" And they're like, "Oh, I'm like, gosh, it hurts!" Like, but the minute <laughs> I say it, it releases. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm blessed that way. But that's how I was with when I was doing more healing. Was I felt it in my body? I wouldn't, you know, how Reiki? They're like your hands get hot, yeah. I would feel it. I would be on their feet and my head would hurt, yes. you know? So it was, my body has always been a guide to show me where to go in somebody else. That's interesting because uh, that's exactly how I often feel. Okay. And in the beginning, they gave me quite a pain if in the knee, if it was the knee. But yeah. when I, and if I didn't ask the client, do I have trouble in the right knee? If I didn't ask my client, they sent me more pain in my knee. <laughs> So and after I start to listen to them, they just give me a little touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so uh, so and when i ask and the client uh, said yeah that's correct then it is there <laughs> yes exactly i've i've learned to feel it spit it out feel it talk about it just because it goes the minute it goes out my mouth the paint whatever it is goes away yes you know which is nice but now i have people come to me with medication lists with they they feel their medications aren't correct so i in my mind will say their medication and my body will feel icky or it'll feel good yes <laughs> and then they take that information back to their doctor so yes i'm always i, I, to the I don't do that so much because it's so strict uh, yes. but sometimes they feel better and want to quit some medications yeah. and then i always say uh, speak to a doctor about that and do it together yep. uh, so it's safe for you yeah, um, so yeah. many of them have uh, quit um, medication because of that but mm -hmm. uh, yeah and it's it's good that we don't uh, are allowed to take the whole responsibility because yeah, if you quit yeah. some medication you can have a reaction in the body if you quit too soon exactly. so uh, i always give the responsibility to the doctor <laughs> this is what i'm getting but go back to the doctor <laughs> see you later <laughs> let me know if, if you know the guides are correct but um <laughs> And it, it's, I don't think it's a bad, I think that, um, especially with everything that you do, I believe you're a huge asset to, to, to the medical community, Yes. you know, to the, I mean, doctors, as we all know, have to run a lot of tests. They have to, they have to go through so much to get to possibly what an illness is with yes. what you do. You can give all this information and send them back. And maybe a doctor has a shorter list of tests to do. And possibly a faster recovery time if they're using that that medical way of doing it versus healing doing it. Yes, and uh, in January I move into a clinic with only doctors, uh, so uh, I don't think that's very many healers in Norway who uh, are in a clinic with only doctors. But um, and it's cancer doctors and ordinary doctors and. Uh, Oh, yes, so I really look forward to that uh, in January. I start there I because it. I want really, I want it to be natural to use healing. For example, with uh, clients who go through cancer, mm -hmm. between the medical part, they really need healing to get enough energy to be in that. Um, Yes, to have all the medication they also need. Which is beautiful. I, I love that. Somebody is asking, do you use ancestral deities in your practice? Buddha, Kuan Yin? Uh, I'm very, uh, I feel a uh, connection with the angels. Okay. Hmm. I, I like uh, Buddhas and everything, uh, but I don't have it in my office, but I have <laughs> white angels. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'm very drawn to the angels and uh, many of my clients um, tells me that they see angel behind me sometimes when I give healing and we have white feathers coming from nowhere uh, during the healing coming down. Um, so, um, and I also use 
this selenite stone oh. and in Norway we call it the angel stone I have them in many different forms uh, but uh, they really are strong healing stones um, and also very connected with angels selenite's my stone you, we're, you're talking to me I mean <laughs> it's a very small, small wow. piece. I have probably 200 pounds of selenite in <laughs> To you in two rooms. I love selenite. You know, I have money in my home too because I have had. Uh, I still have two daughters, but they are not teenagers anymore. But when they were teenager, I always have a one with a candle in on the dinner table, yeah. and because they started to talk when this crystal was on, because it's loose, no flux. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't understand uh, what I was doing, but uh, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I'm just, I have selenite everywhere. So, wow. uh, and you know, uh, you know, Maria Celeste? Yes. She, she helped me at one of the shows. We decorated my whole table. It's all selenite. I have so much wow. selenite that I carry with me to go do show, um, uh, wellness, psychic events, wellness events. In the United States, we have a lot of them, and I do them. So I have, I've got nothing but selenite to cleanse the energy, uplift the energy. It's, it's a special energy, and mm -hmm. that's why I just have this one with me now. It's yeah. when I'm on a podcast or when I'm teaching online, yeah. I very often hold this yeah. uh, because it's high in my energy. Yeah. And in healing sessions, it's, it's a very strong crystal mm -hmm. so uh, i usually say 11 minutes is enough and i usually use it in the end of the healing and it's like turning on the light in the whole system uh, like you and me i think we could have this under the pillow but for some people it's quite strong so uh, i wouldn't recommend people who are not used to this crystal to have it under the pillow but just hold it for 11 minutes and sometimes I hold it in front of my third eye mm -hmm. and send healing to myself and it really loosens up. Uh, if I feel tired one day before work, I use this for just a few minutes mm -hmm. and then I could feel the light uh, just uh, lighten up my head Yeah, and the energy. You would love my spaces because literally between it, the two spaces are my bedroom and my office that yeah. I have it. And then I have a huge quartz cluster cluster at my head where I sleep. So most people, they walk into my space and they're like, it's too much energy. And I'm in there and it's calming. I would like to see that. Me, it's heaven. And when I have to travel to hotels and I don't have all my selenite, I, can't, I have a hard time sleeping. I, It's a struggle not to have that much energy around me. Yes, uh, I understand that. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm going to Tampa yes, plan next week. And I, I always bring some uh, sunlight with me. Uh, You're reminding me to bring it with myself because yes. I know normally I have to learn to pack it with me because I never pack it to take it. And I, I, I think I'm going to have to pack it for that trip. Yes, and uh, I like to use them also when I teach healing to show uh, my students uh, different exercises where they can use it. So, yeah, I really love that crystal. <laughs> my, myself included. I mean, we just connected souls on selenite. 
<laughs> and the healing. <laughs> and healing, yes. Let's talk about Tampa because I am so excited about you coming. When you said you were coming, I was I got all giddy. I was so excited. <laughs> I, I I didn't really plan it and I I'm so full booked. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like my soul told me, yeah, you should go yeah. <laughs> and just have a great time with uh, the master teachers and Lisa Williams. She's yeah. amazing. Uh, and um, so I have, um, yeah, I work really hard before and after that event because all the clients who needed a new session because I'm traveling. <laughs> <laughs> so it will be a, yeah, I don't have so much time before Christmas to buy presents. No. <laughs> But uh, I'm so excited to go there. It's a long flight. I think it was 18 hours. But for me, I, I feel it's good for my soul to be with you and the other yeah. people on that event. Just uh, being that energy. Uh, also, it gives me a kind of... I know I'm going to work there, but it's a <laughs> you kind are. of... <laughs> and um, uh, it's also uh, uh, warm. In Norway now, it's really dark and it's not the best time of the year. But it's really, I think it's you guys, that is something with the souls that are gathering together. Yeah. Uh, I want to be with this uh, group. It's a pretty It's a, a, a pretty amazing group of, there's three master teachers, you, myself and Kelly, and then a lot of the master teachers and training that are going to be there. Lisa. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, of course, Lisa, um, but it's going to be just this amazing event. You know, um, I already knew I was going and I was so happy to go, but, you know, you were my reassurance sign that this is definitely where I needed to be when out of nowhere you went, I think I can do this. And I'm like, you just got that message. Torn <laughs> <laughs> got the message. I have to be in Tampa. And I'm like, that's a long trip to be just getting a message and going, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> but um, when I met my boyfriend, the first thing I think I told him was that if my soul asked me to go somewhere, I need to go. Yeah. Just get used to that. Uh, and he said, that's okay. And we've been together for nine years. And quite often I feel it's just... Uh, and uh, it's just an uh, intuition that you need to go there. And I never know all the reason why, but uh, I also I always follow that feeling. Yeah. So uh, it's um, so I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, I hope I won't be too tired after the long flights and everything. But yeah, I also have this, you know, when you, your work is also your passion, it feels like a holiday in a way. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to be with so many great people. And I'm so happy you are going there. And Kelly is beautiful. So I just meet her online in this in the same show. As this. Yeah. 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 But I feel I know her a little <laughs> after that. Kelly <laughs> well, is pretty amazing. And Lisa, she's the best teacher I ever had. She has supported me so much. Uh, I didn't, you know, as you talked about the big ego, mm -hmm. didn't have the best self-confidence in this. It's amazing that my guides haven't given up on me because they, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Lisa, she really helped me to push my boundaries. Yes. Yes. 
I, I completely understand that because she helped. She's helped me tremendously to push me. I always say into my uncomfort zone. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't have the Master Teachers Week again. That was quite much over my comfort zone. <laughs> but uh, I, I did it. I cracked. So <laughs> I, drove, I cracked. At one point, I was on Lisa's bathroom floor downstairs of her house in Lilydale, bawling in a baby fetal position, screaming and bawling because I cracked. <laughs> there was a lot of things coming in. It wasn't just the program. You know, it was life. No. It was just life and, and my healing space. Yes. You know, um, but that's and it for some weeks. So it was quite intense. And She's like a machine. She worked from early morning to late in the afternoon. I was not used to that. And uh, and uh, I think it was three days before I had my exam. I just started to cry. And I said, I don't know why, Lisa. I'm just crying. And she said, you're tired. And she let me sleep in her, her bed for four or five hours. And then I went back to teaching again. Yeah, you went back to teaching, yeah. She said, here's the makeup, because I, I did need that after this crying. And I think we were in Edinburgh teaching lovely students. But I was just exhausted. Uh, yeah. In four hours, uh, things were good again. And, um, and to have the exam in English was quite hard. It's hard to speak in English, but to write in English <laughs> for eight hours, it was. <laughs> I don't think myself or anybody has had any difficulty with understanding everything you've said. You know, that was I, my ego got in the way because when you said, I would love to do the show, but I don't do well with English, I'm like, oh, this should be fun, you know, and you've been beautiful. Like, oh, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And uh, I would love to see some progress with my English. I haven't seen that. But uh, Lisa, she always said, it's no problem. <laughs> so so I, I won't let that stop me anymore. But for many years it did. Uh, oh. I had a lot of chances to work with UK and I did stop myself for many years, only worked in Norway. But after the Corona and the Zoom and everything, we started to use Zoom, I was just, uh, I, it can't stop me anymore. Right. right. I love it. I, I mean, I speak one language and I feel like I should speak more languages. I mean, my grand, my great grandfather is um, 100% Norwegian. So you would it's think I was, I'm a Tron, Tronist by blood. Wow. So I'm a Tronist, which is Norwegian. And my grandfather, my grandfather is Danish, which is a Knudsen. So that's all of, Dan, you know, Denmark. I Googled, <laughs> I Googled Knudsen and Denmark. And I think Knudsen owns Denmark. <laughs> oh, my daughter's second name is Knudsen. There you go. See? Yes. Yeah. So that's the um, usual name in Norway. And my grandfather's brother, they went to the US when he, he was young. So I had quite a big family in the States. Yeah, yeah. And when I was teenager, we visited them, traveled uh, to Arizona, Minnesota, and California. Beautiful, and, and I've never been over there, but I plan on going. I plan on coming yeah. to Norway, and You're very welcome to come uh, and work with me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I would in a heartbeat. I don't speak Norwegian though. <laughs> oh, you don't. Uh, 
the people who are younger than me, they speak excellent English. And my age and older, they are a bit like me. But in I think it's in October, Lisa mm -hmm. Williams is coming to Norway. Yes, and yes, it yes. would be nice if you could join her. I will see what I can do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, in October, I was supposed to be in Ireland. In November, I'm going to Carrie in the UK. Mm. So I'm working with Carrie for a week. In the, in the She's UK. coming to Norway in uh, April. Oh, beautiful. With Anita Denise, another master teacher. Oh, very we are going to have an event, but you can come another date and we could uh, work together. I definitely will. I'll definitely put that on my agenda because I would love to come and work with you. It would be such an honor and such an experience. So, so that we can plan that. <laughs> we definitely will. We definitely will. I'll probably have to put it in 2024 just yes. because, and I'm going to Canada, I guess. And, and I believe it's March. So. Yes. We, are, we can plan that. We'll, it don't need to be this year. No, we definitely will plan it because I would be so honored to be able to come over to you and work with you. It just, it would be so honored. This summer is beautiful here. So it should be around the summertime. Oh, beautiful. Now somebody is asking, do you have any tips to learn how to be a healer? Um, it's quite a lot of good things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, if you don't have the ability to join a healing course, it's, um, it's quite much online. My courses I have in English online. And it's also uh, beautiful teachers all around the world. So it's, and if you have an online cure, uh, course, you don't need to travel and book hotels. So it's not that expensive. Uh, but for me, it's like one easy thing to do to open up for your healing abilities is to sit in the power at least 15 minutes every day. And with that, I mean, just, Feel the grounding, the energy under your feet and blend with the white light from the universe mm -hmm. and just breathe uh, and have an intention of open up for your healing guides. Uh, I think when people sit in the power every day, things open up quite easy. For me, um, it's like a meditation so to be in nature. It's easier for me to be in nature or do horseback riding and just, it's like uh, you need some stillness. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you are still, it's possible for the guides to reach, uh, to reach you. But uh, on my website, it will be some easy uh, meditation, healing meditation that is possible to use. I think in the next weeks and uh, I will also have a healing course on Lisa Williams website uh, after Christmas. Yes. Uh, so it's many opportunities, but when I started, I was uh, self-taught uh, and my mom was and her mom and my great grandmother. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's possible, but it really helped to have some mentors that could support me and things happened easier. Yeah. Mm. 
that completely makes sense. I do have somebody asking, do you do it? In, you do teaching in person also because they're asking if they could travel to Norway to, to learn with you. Yes, uh, I have both in person and uh, and I think if it's uh, it's possible to have them both in English. So mm. thank you so much, Miss Torn, for coming on today and blessing me and everybody. I nothing but beautiful, beautiful remarks from everybody. Just learning so much today and so much inspiration. So thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm so looking forward to meet you. You too. Next week. Oh, next week. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I, I put your, um, I've had your websites up on there for everybody to be able to see it and find it. I've put the YouTube in the comments, guys. Um, everybody, please reach out to Torin, you know, to learn to, to, you know, sign up to get on her waiting list for healing. All of it. All of it. Thank you so much, Torin. And thank you so much for inviting me. You. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> Very soon. So beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I'll be back in a few minutes with uh, more. <laughs> this is Diet Renee on School Through Spirit, WLTKDB.com. Thank you, Torin. Thank you. Bye. Certified psychic medium Stephanie Lynn creates an authentic connection between the living and the spirit world. Stephanie knows she is here to help heal, educate, and provide validation that there is more after death and allows herself to be a conduit and work as a team with spirit to pass on messages from their world to ours. Stephanie Lynn also works as a spiritual life coach to help you achieve, create, and manifest your best self and life. Looking for help communicating with an animal? Searching for a past life regression therapist? Or dealing with a paranormal experience? Stephanie Lynn is here to help. For a list of full services, visit her on Facebook under Stephanie Lynn Spirit Sensitive. That's Stephanie Lynn Spirit Sensitive. Ellie Weisensell, psychic medium, is a medical intuitive that specializes as a body code practitioner. As an energy healer, Ellie offers additional services that allow her modalities to be intertwined with energetic healing. Within your subconscious lies information that knows everything about you and why you deal with specific conditions. The subconscious can be considered the blueprint to your entire body. With Ellie working physically with your subconscious mind, we detect what negative emotions are trapped and where they are stored within the body that is causing you your emotional and physical pain. This work is designed to remove imbalances and correct them energetically, getting to the root cause of why you have your condition to help balance your body so it may heal itself. Your body is infinitely wise and wants to be in balance. The body code is not only gentle for humans, but it is also a gentle process to help animals. For more information, contact Ellie Weisensell at the website below.
everybody. Welcome back here to Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. What an amazing hour. Oh my God, what an amazing hour, guy. Ms. Torn was just fabulous. So much information. So, such a beautiful soul. Um, thank you all for showing up and paying, you know, and I want to say paying attention, but showing up and just giving her that time to express all that she does. And um the amazement of her. Um, she takes, as you notice, no credit for it. She just, she just, she's a conduit. She allows her guides to do it. And it's just, but you know what? She has to show up every day. So, um, wow. That's all I can say is, wow. Tim, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. You really did. Um, just an incredible woman. So again, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm over and over again in my head going, this is just incredible. This is incredible. And again, guys, if you would like to see her in person and you don't want to travel to Norway, buy a ticket to, um, it is called Unleash the Psychic in Tampa, Florida. It is next week um, for any short notice on this. I do apologize for short notice. But Torn, myself, another ma master teacher, Kelly Brickle, along with Lisa Williams herself, and the, um, most, the majority of the master teachers in training are going to be at this event in Florida. It's Tampa, Florida. Literally get off the airplane. You walk out the front door of the airport, you walk into the Marriott, and there it is. Um, there's there's still rooms to be booked at it. I believe it's still a discount rate. Don't quote me on that. Um, there's two different price ranges. One's at 500 or less. Um, the other one's at like 4,500. That's a bigger, that's a bigger um, chunk of change, I know. But either way, you'll be able to meet Torin, talk to her more, um, be in her energy, just just to meet. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Again, that's next um, Thursday. We start off at 7 o'clock at night on Thursday night. And then it's all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, or all day Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and we're following it up with a trance day on Monday, learning how to do trance. So the trance is extra. Um, but I'll tell you what, what a week. And she's, she's coming in from Norway, I believe, like she said, I think it's 18-hour flight, just to be there in the power and the glory. Forever and ever, amen. <laughs> I don't know. Just, ah, I'm switching into praying. I'm telling you guys, she, that's how much she affected me. Um, let's do our weekly reading. Let's do our weekly reading. Okay, things are falling out at me. I'm going to flip them back in the cars just because I think they're falling out because my hands aren't working, not because I just want to jump. So, guys, we're doing our five-card stud, which is pick a card, one through five. Um, apparently, that card really wanted because it just jumped out again. So, we're going to let that card be a card number one. Um, it's a good card, guys. It's a good card. Something I've been working on. Um, but pick a card um, or two or three or all of them. This this is really your reading for the week, what you feel like you need to use or not use. I am using Lisa Williams' um, Intuitive Oracles, um, Intuitive Soul Oracle deck, uh, which really is not production anymore. Um, so literally, guys, if you want this and you see it on a shelf someplace, get it. If you can speak French, I think you can still find it in um, a French language. Uh, the American ones, I really hard to come by anymore, guys. Really hard to come by anymore. Um, there we go. So card number one, guys, is the identity card. Identity card, self-discovery. You pick number one, you're really working on this. You're really working on that. Going inside, releasing blocks, understanding yourself, pulling through, and, and trying to release those things to be a um, more you, I guess, for lack of better terminology. Because you're just going through this whole um, 
I don't want to say transferring, transferring of who you are. It's, it's, it's kind of changing your perspective, perspective of who you are, because you're going in deeper to see you no know, more of the whole you. What's doing, what's happening if you pick this card is that you're going deeper, you're understanding more, but you're bringing all of you to the service so that you can become more of a whole person. And working on that really sometimes can be that hard. This is something I've been doing for the last month. So, and this card tells me it's going to be really big in my face over the next week. So, card number two is the gamble card. Taking a risk, taking, just knowing that, you know what, sometimes you got to hear it, say, yep, I heard it, and jump through the door, okay? This card is all about that, taking that chances, taking those risks, and then seeing what's going to happen. Trust me, guys, if you're hearing it in your head and you're listening to the soul voice, you're listening to your guides, you're listening to, you know, anything but your ego, it's not much of a gamble because it's supposed to happen anyway. But it feels like a huge risk to you. It feels huge. But trust me, sometimes those biggest risks that you take are the most rewarding. Card number three is the feminine card. It's a feminine energies. It's looking at all those emotions, um, those uh, I don't want to say softer feelings, you know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, you know, more of the mystical, magical, Harry Potter power type feelings going on. And that's how I always see this card as that, you know, we have a yin yang, but it is, you know, working more with um, those emotions, working more with that softer side of you to really kind of help bring that back up so that you have a more of an equal balance. Okay. Card number four is the Dawn card, which tells me you've got some new beginnings happening here. You've got some new beginnings happening. There's a lot going on, but it's at the very beginning of the creation. Just when the sun is starting to come up, it's just starting to cross there. So that's where you're at at this point if you pick number four. You've got the thought process. The things are coming in. It's where you're going to take this to. And card number five is the winter card. This card tells me that, you know what? If you pick number five, you're at the point of celebrating. You are happy. You are at the end game of this, okay? So I like this because you're at the end. As we all know, winter really is about, you know, the harvest has been done. You can celebrate with a big feast. Life is great, but that's the beginning of winter. Remember, winter is a long, it's a long three months, guys, here. So it's, it starts with celebrations. It starts with the endings. It starts with completion. This card is telling me that you've completed stuff. You've completed a phase of your life. You've completed um, one whole part. But you're going to start going into something new, too. So don't hold your breath that you're going to get five minutes just to wait and go, ooh, calm energies. Because this tells me that, you know what? You completed one phase, but one phase is about to start again. Okay? Card number one was identity. You're working on that you know, more deeper self, um, self-discovery, that deeper authenticity of who you really are. Card number two is the gamble card, which is really taking risks, you know, take, taking two feet, jumping in and saying, sink or swim, got to do it, you know, but trust me, even if you sink, mermaid world is awesome. Um, card number three is that feminine energy. You're working more of that, uh, the softer side, those, the motions, um, and bring a lot, a lot of that to light and working with those tells me you might have some healing going on. 
card number four is that dawn card, which is new beginnings. Um, new surroundings, it's just the start, it's just the birth of it. And card number five is that winter card, which is telling me you finally close the door on one thing, it's time to celebrate, but watch out, boom, in the blink of an eye, something new is going to be starting, okay? For a card to bring all of these together, guys, um, just to kind of give an extra card with each individual card, I'm going to pull one of these wordy cards from Beyond Lumeria um, because I just like them. They're wordy, but I like them. Okay. So, ooh, 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 gorgeous, gorgeous. Look at that. Isn't that pretty? These cards are so pretty. This card is the Portal Keeper. Keeper. Portals are gateways to other layers of reality. Reality. I can't talk today, guys. They can be accessed through inner practices or externally in the in the places such as the planet's vortexes. Gently explore the edges of your existence. Spend time listening to the forest. Deepen your meditation practice. Dance yourself into ecstasy. Explore psychic tools. Study new healing modalities. If you feel lacking in a purpose or life seems a little mundane, remember that Remember, there is never a reason to be bored. What we experience with our physical senses is just the tip of the iceberg. Magic exists everywhere, wherever you care to find it. Look between the lines to limitless discovery. And I will tell you what, I do believe this card hooks up beautifully with each and every one of these cards. Because with all of these and every aspect, you have to go back within self. This is the portal, guys. Nothing, there's no portal out here. It's all within you. It's all inside of you, okay? But if you're trying to unlock something, if you're trying to unlock that key, if you're trying to figure out something, if you're trying any of that, any of that, please do me a favor. Take time to go within to find that to come back out. And again, it's with every one of these, every one of these cards. So, Hook that up with the card or cards that you pick for this week's reading. Um, and don't take don't take light of this, guys. Don't take light of this. Like rock this. Rock this and see where you come out at, okay? Okay, okay. So with no no further ado, let's kind of go on with this little segment here. I do want to bring up, let me see. Who is our guest next week? Who is our guest next week? Next week, oh, Michelle Barr. You're going to love Michelle. Michelle is a psychic medium. She's also a soul and a business coach. Oh, my God, this woman's dynamic. This woman has got an energy to be reckoned with. She has been on, uh, she's written a couple of books. I believe it's two books. Um, she is um, one for sure. I think it's been two, maybe more. I'm not sure. I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, but Michelle has been on many a stage talking about the soul coaching. She has been in many interviews with variety of different news programs and everything else talking about the business that she does and the amazingness that she does to help people. Um, so trust me, that's an episode you don't want to miss. Um, a lot a more, more great information to help you in your own business. Um, I do want to say I'm, Oh my God. Oh my God, guys, you're going to get a lot of me. If you guys watch this, 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 these programs, Oh my God, if you are into WLTKDB.com, and you watch the shows, you are going to get nothing but yet all week. Why? Because it was me this morning, tomorrow night. I have my program, Unfiltered with Yet Renee. Remember to bring your questions. And I'm going to do my best using my spidey senses and the cards to give you the best advice or best information that I received from that. 
Monday morning, I'm going to be on with Deidre at 10 a.m. We'll talk about her show in a minute. And Thursday evening, I'm on Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland. Oh, my God. This is going to be a rocking week for me all over the airwaves, all over the airwaves. And this coming weekend, I can't talk a lot about it, but I'll tell you what. It is going to be when I can talk about it. I'm doing a amazingly huge, amazingly awesome paranormal investigation this week, this Sunday. That you won't be able to see for months. But we are going to air it, but not for months, months upon months upon months. So it's going to be another one of those shows that I can't talk about. But guys, trust me, trust me, trust me. You're going to love it when it comes up. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more. And other than that, you know what? We're just smooth sailing this week. Other than that, I'm not doing a whole lot. You know, um, I'm not doing a whole lot. You need to come investigate with us. Oh my God, Kane, you're going to have to let me know where and when and how. I would love to. Um. But I will tell you what, this is a week that if, you know what, I'm always booking readings, guys. And if you want a reading, please go to my website because it looks like, I, I mean, whatever reason it is, Spirit has said, Diet needed to open up her schedule. There you go. There is my website, guys. Um, and maybe it's all for all of you guys if you wanted to do those Christmas readings. Who knows? Um, or I will also tell you, I'm going to be offering... Um, Christmas uh, gift certificates again, guys. So um, as I always tell people, the reading is the best gift you can give to somebody. Because if it's a psychic reading, it's really kind of helping their life, helping to guide them a little bit. And if it's speaking to a loved one, oh my gosh, who doesn't want to talk to a loved one at Christmas? I mean, what is the best gift but to give the voice of their mom or their grandma or their, you know, their husband, wife, child, whatever it might be that wants to come through just for that person. So to me, I can't think of a better gift to give somebody. But with that being said, I do want to bring up all these wonderful schedules because we got a lot of shows. We got a lot of changing going on, changing going on. And I got the newest, I'm telling you, this list keeps getting longer and longer, which is phenomenal. Um, but let's start with Monday morning, guys. Monday mornings, as you know, it's myself every Monday morning, School Through Spirit at 9 a.m. Um, after me, it is Monday Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones, and he's at noon. Be the Change with Christina Bloom is at 8 p.m. tonight, and you can follow back up with that at um, 9 p.m. with Parano the Paranormal Room with Christina Bloom, Bloom and Logan Jacobson. I do believe that's a lot of ghost stories, so a very awesome show to be part of. Tomorrow morning, we start again with 9 a.m. with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee. Um, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. is myself, Unfiltered with Diet Renee. Bring your questions because I'm doing psychic readings, guys. Moment to Moment with Linda Hope is on after me at 7 p.m. And then Paranormal Pete is Pete Orbea at 10 p.m. Another awesome show. Um, Wednesdays is Self-Care, What's Paranormal Got to Do With It? And that's Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. That's the one I'm going to be on, guys. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. And Beyond, Seeing Beyond with Kelly Ockhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 6 p.m. I'm on their show next month. And I love them too, ladies. Oh, my God. Over the Target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford is at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. Now, Thursday mornings, we start with Chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. The Tyson's Gift Podcast with Brandon Wainwright is at 6 p.m. He's a newer show, but oh my God, another amazing one. Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Marino is at 7 p.m. And I think they even came on for Thanksgiving, guys. Oh my gosh, die hard. And the Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland was at, is at 8 p.m. Again, you'll find me there that on Thursday evening. So another great reason to just follow us through the week. 
Um, and on break, uh, oh wait, who's on break? Voices of Oneness with Amara Bonet at 10 p.m. Is that on break or not on break? I don't know who's on break. Anyway, Fridays, we, I got to click this. <laughs> Todd's telling me who's on break. I need to talk about that. Nicole is on break. She better not be on break this week because she's got me on this week. <laughs> if she's on break, I won't be there. If she's not on break, I will be. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Nicole might be on break, and if she is, I won't be there Thursday night. We'll, we'll figure it out, and if she is, I'll be on another time. So um, then after that, um, at 10 p.m. is Voices of Oneness with Amora Bonet. Bonet. Oh, beautiful name. And she's that's a newer show, which is awesome. Fridays is the Psychic Hour Reading Show at 3 p.m., and that is Kelly Brickell doing all psychic readings. Uh, Newbridge Radio with Kevin Mackey is at 7 p.m. on Fridays. Twisted Ascensions with Caden and Alyssa Mask at 8 p.m., a newer show, but guys, you can't miss that one. And then Haunted Voices with Todd Bates, our very own Todd Bates, and Nicole Strickland is at 10 p.m. So, oh my God, guys, this lineup, this lineup, how can you not want to watch every moment every day? Because I'll tell you what, we're filling the airwaves, guys. We're filling the airwaves. We're loving what we do. Um, thank you guys to everybody out there that listens to us because I'll tell you what, this is our passion. This is what we do. This is what we do. Now, for anybody that's coming in at the last minute here going, oh my God, I missed it. It's okay. It's okay. Because immediately after the show is done, Todd does some flip, flip, flip of some buttons and he puts this on my YouTube channel, um, which is, I believe it's Diet Renee. He puts this out on um, Spotify, which guys, I, we have over 100,000 downloads and counting on that. Oh my God. Thank you to everybody that downloads the show and just listens later because, wow, you're keeping this alive and you're, you're literally, literally bringing my guests to the world, which is awesome. But it's also iHeartRadio, Google Radio um, podcast, Apple podcast, um, Gosh, Amazon Music, guys. I mean, trust me, this is going everywhere and anywhere. There is no excuse to not either listen live or listen to this in the podcast form. Um, let me know. Let me know if you're listening. Send me a message. Go to my website, you know, Renee.com, and send me a message saying, hey, I listened. I like the show. I didn't like the show. What it is about your show or maybe what you would like to like me to find in a guest for you. Give me your comments. Give me your feedbacks. Find me on Facebook, Diet Renee Psychic Medium. Whatever you need to do, I'm here, guys. Okay? With that being said, we're going to adios. Adi here. I've kept you for a good share of your morning. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you for spending the time to listen to Torin because, oh, my God, what a gem. What a gem. What a force to be reckoned with in the healing world. And everybody else, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Kaden, I didn't even realize it was you until I like read the thing. So, yeah, guys, Friday night, watch Kaden. Um, and everybody, I'll see you again next week here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you then. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.